Welcome to Take Another Look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo with a genuine conversation about what's missing from the human connection. Let's join Melanie and Gerda now. Good day and welcome to another episode of Take Another Look podcast. I'm your host, Melanie Tadio Malo, joined by my incredible co-host, Gerda Felix. This is the podcast where we see you fully. Sometimes we have some uncomfortable conversations. Otherwise, we just dive deep into topics that interest both Gerda and I. And today is no different. Gerda, how are you doing? I am doing well, Melanie. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. You know, it's a little chilly out, the cold here, and a lot of places got snow. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the winter? I don't like it. <laughs> I, I, I don't like it. I, I'm okay with it when if I am outside inside and I'm looking at, you know, the snow falling, that's fine. But if I have to go outside, I don't like it so much. What about you? I totally agree. I hate the winter. I'm already counting the days till I go to South Africa because it's warm. It'll be summer there. But yeah, I'm not a big fan of winter. But you know. Winter allows us to do a lot at home, whether it's you know, reading a book by the fireplace, cuddling up with a blanket, listening to an audiobook, watching a movie, things like that. But it also gives us time to think about a lot of different topics. And this past week, Gerda, I've been really reflecting and thinking about a topic I thought we could dive deep into today. Okay. <laughs> so, Do you remember when you were a kid and you had a curious mind and you would explore, probably get into a little bit of mischief here and there because you're just curious? Hmm. I, when I was a child, I was curious about learning because for me, I loved learning. I can still remember how I was at four years old just skipping in the street because it was my first day going to school. I was curious about this big world I was stepping into. So for me, curiosity, most of the times has to do with what am I going to learn? And that also, it also connects with when I'm meeting someone new, Mm, what am I going to learn about this person? (laughs) Exactly. So today I want to talk about curiosity because, you know, There are some good sides to curiosity and some not so good sides, but I think it is the key to innovation, understanding people, and discovery of who we are as an individual. So as I mentioned, as a child, many of us probably, like you said, you were were curious to learn. I was curious to learn as well, but I was also curious about everybody around me. I wanted to know everything and anything there was to know about somebody. I'd ask a lot of questions. And this was not looked well upon. It was frowned upon. My parents said, don't be nosy. You shouldn't ask so many questions. It's rude. All of that sort of thing. So it shaped me as a child to keep my mouth and my questions to myself. I really just didn't ask a lot of questions of other people. Yeah, of my parents, of course. Why? Why this? Why does this work? How? How? All that. And, you know. My parents would get tired of all the questions say, because I said so. So kind of put a damper on my curiosity as a child. How about you, Gerda? Well, how was curiosity received as a child for you? 
<laughs> for me, I observed a lot. I observed a lot. I observed, I listened, I felt. Those were the three things I did really well. For example, I observe when something is happening, I observe. I observe how the adults, they were reacting to things. So that means that I paid attention to their body language. I paid attention to their facial <laughs> gestures. And, you know, even the one that they didn't think they were having, I paid attention because to me, it helped me recognize when something is about to change. So that's why for me, that's the way it showed up. And also with my siblings, when we were having, having conversations, my, my mom always allowed us to have conversation with one another and be free in the way we spoke. And then later on, if she needed to do some correcting, it's not really the word, but some guiding, then she would talk to us and she would bring a new perspective. That's a way to work in, in my household. Ah, so you were always an observer from a young age. And mm -hmm. so it, you've evolved into more of the same, but at a higher level. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I also found, you know, growing up when it was come to school or learning, curiosity was right there at my fingertips. I wanted to read. I wanted to write stories, all of that fun stuff. But when it came to science, biology, cutting things open, I had no curiosity whatsoever. How about you? Yeah, no. I know that's not my strong point. I, I was curious about languages, though, that, and mm -hmm. that's probably what led me to learning languages because I like the sound of people speaking different languages Ooh. because I feel there's something in it. I, I love this, I don't even know how to explain it, but I love the sound of different languages. So for me, that's the part I was curious about. Okay, that makes sense. And definitely, were you ever, well, I guess, I, I, I think this, I know the answer to this, but curiosity about getting to know who people really are. Do you find that is a big thing? Yes, because this is part of, <laughs> again, who I am, mm -hmm. to, to get to know who people are. My curiosity sometimes takes me to places or <laughs> to experiences that I don't, it's not necessarily a good experience. Because sometimes I see something about people, about someone, mm -hmm. and I see something and it almost feels like my intuition warns me. Mm -hmm. But because I'm so curious, I still keep on because I want to, I want to understand, I want to see, is it really what I thought? Is it really what it is? Which in that sense is not a good thing. <laughs> you know, it's interesting that you just said that because it's a beautiful segue because I, again, you know, sometimes curiosity about people can be intrusive. We could, you know, offend people. Why are you asking so many questions? Why do you care so much about mommy? So it can be taken the wrong way, but also, it's also a good thing to have because if done appropriately and respectfully, it helps us squash our assumptions about somebody. Because in our mind, we think we know everything about everybody. Well, obviously they're unhappy or they look unhappy today because, and we make up that story of what we think they're feeling. 
And those assumptions, nine times out of ten, are incorrect. We could have some facts that lead us to those conclusions, but the reality is, unless we ask questions from them, we don't know absolutely it. So assumptions we know can get us into trouble. So how do we use curiosity as a very positive tool to get to know people and peel back the layers? Coming at asking questions from a place of curiosity and respect is vital and key when you're making connections, as well as when we talk about diversity and inclusion, because we have to understand, well, we don't have to, but it's important to understand other people's lived experiences. Do you agree, disagree? Absolutely. What I would add to that is that it's not so much in asking questions for me. Because at first, when I was younger, I used to ask a lot of questions, even into my adult years. But then I realized people do not tell much when you ask them questions. Mm -hmm. They Most of the times they are guarded. But if I put a little bit of myself out there, okay, then it draws people in. And for some reason, they also feel to share. So for example, somebody a while back, somebody at work, she was the manager of the branch where she's where we are working. And she had out of four employees, she had three of them that who quit hmm. one after the other. And at one point she met, we were standing because we were waiting for something at the copy machine. And I said, how are you doing? And she said, oh, I'm doing great. <laughs> and I thought, hmm, that's interesting. And, she, and I said to her, and I said to her, I heard what happened. She said, yeah, but everything is good. So, wow, this is, I am in awe. I said, I'm, I'm amazed because I know for me, I would be in a panic mode right now. I wouldn't know what to do. So that's great. That she, and that's when she changed. Mm. That's what she said. Well, actually, you know, I have to do a lot of this and a lot of that. And, you know, I had to ask for help. And, 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 you know, and that I would not have known that by simply asking her, how are you doing? And I would not have known that if I had asked her specific questions. But mm -hmm. because I, you know, shared from my experience or from the way that I was feeling, then she was more open to, to tell me how she was feeling and what she was doing about it. Definitely. So why do you think it is, Gerda, that when people ask questions, they feel the need to make everything happy and go lucky and positive instead of telling the truth? Well, the questions that come to my mind are, am I feeling safe? Mm. Will I feel secure with, with you after I've told you what's happening? Will I be judged? Mm. How will you view me? Those are the questions that I know that, you know, I know that people are asking a lot. Mm. And that's the reason why they, they, those people wouldn't say that, tell you what they are going to. And they want, you know, they want to keep everything light and positive. <laughs> and, and, you know, I say that with, with a certain, you know, my, I say it in a certain way. When I say that people want to keep everything light and, and happy and love, and, and I'm thinking, but in the meantime, it's not telling the truth. Exactly. So, and people are suffering inside. 
they're, they're keeping it all bottled up. And we've talked about in previous episodes that, you know, that leads to other problems. So it's, it's important, but I think we have custom ourselves to just be very superficial and very surface level when being asked questions because it feels like an inquisition. People are nosy. They want to know our business, but in fact, what I've, this is just by my, my experiences, you know, especially when people want to know about the disability, they ask how many fingers and you get tired of those silly questions. I would love somebody to say, what is it like to live a day in your life? And then I can express it. Or could you share what it's like doing this task? You know, be specific so I can understand. Not to make, like you said, not to make judgment, not, you know, but to understand. So coming and asking questions out of curiosity to understand, not to judge, not to go, <laughs> yeah, that, that the sucks. Uh, uh, really, you know, but to get to know me a little bit better on that level, I'm open and I want to share. So I think you're right. It's all about the approach and the way the questions are asked. And I love the fact to say that you share to create that safe space for people. Mm-hmm. I have a question though. You mm-hmm. just said something. You said people say things like how many fingers? Oh yeah. I don't understand what I that test means. my eyesight. How many fingers am I holding up? <laughs> oh, you have Two. no idea how many times I get that, honestly. <laughs> okay. They want to see, is she really blind? It's crazy. <laughs> but you know, it, it, the doctors do that for a medical test, but my family's done it for people, just strangers, especially kids, they love it. <laughs> I would never thought of that. Well, I'm glad, Gareth. Thank you for not asking me that. <laughs> <laughs> I would never thought of that. Wow. Now, the next okay. time I'm with you, you're going to be like, how many fingers? <laughs> <laughs> I would never thought of that. Well, that, that's, thank you for, um, for answering the question. It's been. <laughs> yes, no, of course. <laughs> but do you know in the workplace, in business life, it has been proven that curiosity is the key to success for three main areas. Yep. I, I know that I've, I've felt it. I've seen it. People who ask questions, they have, we had just had a new supervisor, a new is very high up. And he came to visit us. That was before the pandemic. And I noticed how many questions that he asked. He was very curious. He would listen to you. And then after that, he would say, he would ask a question. And then you say something, then he would ask another question. And that really caught my attention because most people don't do that right now. Mm-hmm. And the other side of it is that when you are asking questions to people, sometimes they make you feel, I know my, my experience, they make you feel that you are being difficult. In this, or they're you're questioning somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And that they get defensive. You're right. Mm-hmm. But this seems to be something that they're really trying to implement in management training now as well. So the three main areas, and then I'd like you to think about it in your own workplace, okay, Gerda? The first mm-hmm. one is relationships. So all of us have that person that we work with that, don't get along or you feel that they're not doing what they should be doing you know they're one of those people that 
waste the, the last minute. They don't care about what you have to do. They just don't all about getting their own things done. And they are saying that a good way to resolve the tension between, I don't want to say poor relationships or difficult, the difficult relationships at work is by asking questions. First of ourselves, okay, so what is it that is upsetting me about this situation and this person? So check, of course, our ego first and find out what, you know, maybe we're blowing things out of proportion. Maybe we have those assumptions of what we think we know. And then if you haven't come to any true understanding, having a coffee with somebody and just doing a check-in, how, how are you doing? How are you finding this new project? Or, you know, is there anything that I could do to help on my end, because, you know, again, as any work team, everybody's piece is connected. So, for example, if you need information from person A and they're struggling with something or not getting it to you on time, you're then impacting person C, right? So it's this chain reaction. So, again, not asking, questioning, like with accus being accusatory, but just, you know, doing a check-in and having a conversation they suggest over coffee or even like you mentioned at the, the photocopy or just in passing. So you're not sitting them down, having a meeting with them. Why are you not doing X, Y, and Z, but really just doing a check-in and asking questions to understand that it alleviates people from feeling pressured and they feel open to share. Like you mentioned that, that example you shared at work. How about you? Have you think of another scenario where perhaps somebody's asked you some questions or that the situation has impacted you? No, people don't ask me questions. <laughs> don't ask me questions. <laughs> no, no, I don't think I don't think I've been anywhere. That, no, no, I. Okay, for myself, I would say, I'll give an example. Mm -hmm. There's a lady that she actually she she did ask me a question in regards to the work. Mm -hmm. because she was having problem and she said oh i heard you are the person that for me to come to i said oh welcome how can i help and she was explaining it to me by email and because now most of us we work we don't come to the office and yeah. i work with people who are not in the same city as me so therefore we use teams a lot mm -hmm. and so i asked her if she would be okay if we had a conversation because i don't like emails so yeah. i prefer to have a conversation over the phone or even, you know, on video with you mm -hmm. so that I can understand what you are asking me. Okay. Mm -hmm. And at first she was very apologetic because she, I don't want to take your time. Oh my gosh, I'm really, I'm struggling. I haven't, you know, I haven't been here for a long time, you know, not even like I've been here for three months, but I feel I'm afraid that my boss, she said so many different things. My boss will not think that I'm too bright. And I said, and I said to her, and this is interesting because after that, I know that she opened up. I said to her, that will not, that will never happen. And she said, how do you know? I said, well, because first of all, because what of what you have just said, and because you, you wanted to know more about what you need to do. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, she wanted to know more about her job, right. about what she needed to do. So I said, because of that, it's not possible for anybody to think you don't care, you're not good enough because you're learning. Yeah. And after I said that, I said, and then <laughs> she said, she said, okay, can we have a conversation at this time? I said, sure. 
So we had the conversation. We talked about things that went beyond work. And then she loved it so much. And she said to me, you know, maybe we should, we should have coffee on Zoom like two or three times a week. Ah. And yes. And again, what did that do? It built connection. Build connection. That's what it did. It's because when when there can there cannot be transaction without connection. And this is it. And that's what they say with entrepreneurs and businesses. You don't do business with people you don't trust. So when you're building those relationships, those connections, you don't try to sell your business straight off the bat. You you get to know them. You ease into that. You build that trust, that rapport. And that is, I think, goes back to what you said about sharing a little bit about yourself so that you show that you're open just to have a conversation. But I really appreciated understanding when I was reading this article about these things that, yes, relationships, curiosity can come and uh, it's very powerful, but it also has to be done in a right way. I know definitely, as I mentioned, you know, when you're dealing with diversity and inclusion, I am so curious about learning other people's lived experiences, but you have to be mindful the way that you approach it because it can be insulting in some situations as well. Cause mm-hmm. you just look like, you know, why do you want to know, you know, but I just come out of a place of curiosity to understand and learn, not because I'm trying to be know all of of everything I just truly want to understand so I can help myself grow and so I can understand how I can make a difference or change the way I am not anything about anything everybody's like judging anybody's lived experience so I think it can be a powerful thing but yet if done in the right way how about you yes we have to be mindful Mm -hmm. we have to be mindful in how we're approaching and the issue is sometimes when we ask questions, it, what's the word? It reeks. Yes. <laughs> is that the word? Reeks. Reeks, absolutely. Of judgment. Exactly. <laughs> that is the way that words you use. Yes. Absolutely. And we can feel it. <laughs> and absolutely. So true. The second area, which, you know, this really got me really thinking, Gerda, is expertise. So, you know, when we have had years of experience in something we're the experts we know it all we don't need to do any more exploration ask questions because we know everything we're the pros i've seen this happen so much in the world of education professors that have been in in the field for years and years they feel that they know it all and they should be teaching everybody else and so everybody should come to them for information but then when you think about it things have evolved over the years that they've been teaching have they updated their skill sets? Have they found different perspectives? Or are they still teaching the stuff from 25, 25 years ago? <laughs> you, you've rendered them ancient 25,000 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's true because I have seen so many teachers get stuck in their ways and keep teaching the way they learned those many, many years ago. And they're not evolving. They're not keeping up with the students' needs. And then I also think about a surgeon that went to medical school decades ago. Over those decades, innovation, different ways and solutions and uh, surgery types have come to be. Would you want to have surgery by a surgeon that hasn't updated his skills? Well, I, 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 think, I think for those, you, you will have to because 
in order for you to keep belonging to that organization or to that, you know, under that same umbrella, you need to update your skills. That's, that's a given, you don't have a choice. One thing I have learned a long time ago, and I will ask it in the form of the question, okay? What, what is the most negative belief? That you're better than anybody. No. That you know it all. The, the, exactly. The, the most negative belief is I already know that. Yeah. And when we think we already know anything, we have just closed the door mm-hmm. on the new to come and to experience something that is even better than what we've already experienced. And that's why it is dangerous to think Mm -hmm. we already know that. Well, also think about lifelong learning is a wonderful thing. I think of Mm -hmm. Toastmasters. I think of all the additional qualifications I can take as a teacher. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's the curiosity in me that just feeds my mind that I want to learn and grow and expand my understanding. So I think I'd be bored to tears if I wasn't curious. Yeah, I, I, and I think the same. Well, for me, this is part of where I am. So definitely, I, it's a given. So it's really, it, it is a given for me. It's, it's part of who I am. Because when you think, if you look at one person, this person has had many experiences, okay? But let's say you're looking at a child, even if it, it is a child or a young person. This person has had, many people who have touched their lives, mm-hmm. even though they might have not gone through a lot of different experiences, but they still had many people who have touched their lives. Therefore, when we look at one another, the question needs to be who and what has shaped those people. Yes. And because of that, that's where the curiosity comes because we really don't know we're only seeing what we can we we can see what we can see is what we know but there's so many things that takes place within us each and every one of us and that's why we have to be curious Mm -hmm. I totally agree now Gerda what area of your life would you say that you are continuously curious about well, my, my self-development, I'm always curious about myself in every situation. When, <laughs> if I see somebody or somebody did something I didn't like, or I see somebody and I'm like, I don't like that person. The first thing after the, I don't like that person is, what is it about me that that person is bringing forth? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that. then my curiosity comes into play because I need to find out what is it about me mm-hmm you know, <laughs> in me, yes. within me, that this person is bringing forward because it's really, it really doesn't have to do anything, doesn't have anything to do with that person. Mm-hmm. It has to do with, with me. Yeah. So my curiosity, it's always about my self-development. Okay. If you had asked me, what is it that I need to be more curious about? Uh-huh. Well, that's another situation. Okay, um, well, go ahead. You brought it up. I need to know that. <laughs> Well, what I need to be more curious about is everything that has to do with numbers. Oh, okay. Money has to do with numbers. Mm-hmm. 
and this is my kryptonite <laughs> okay <laughs> and we all know we need money to live so yes and for me it it's i need to be more curious about anything that has to do with numbers okay very cool that's amazing what about you well, for myself, currently, I'm always very curious about understanding other people's lived experiences. That's that's my main thing. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel I connect well with people. Mm-hmm. And it could be anything. It could be things that we have in common and whatever it is. I just, I like that piece. So for me to be more curious about, I'm going to say it's really, truly understanding processes. Mm. processes. Yes, because I get... I'm very much, I'm very methodical. I'm planner. We know that. So, but if I don't understand a process, I get stuck. So I think that's where I have to be more curious and ask more questions about processes. Hmm. That's very interesting. I was thinking about processes last time. And I thought, yes, you know, it's during the, the, the week I was thinking about it because as I was thinking, you know, it's some processes was something that was not necessarily, I never thought it was important mm. until I started to think about, let's say Toastmasters. Mm. Toastmasters as a process. Yeah. The meeting as a process. Mm-hmm. You know, the organization as a process. Mm-hmm. And from that I learned to implement processes in what I do. Mm-hmm. And that's why most of the times I do whatever event I do, whatever, it is always in three. Because for me, the power, the power of three is very simple. Mm-hmm. What do you do at the beginning? Yeah. What do you do in the middle? Mm-hmm. What do you do in the end? And this is a process mm-hmm. because this is a process when we are creating our own speeches. Yeah. Right? Definitely. <laughs> Introduction, body, conclusion. Yeah. So if we are able to bring the process of everything that we do and make it as simple as three, mm-hmm. then we know that it's it will be easier for anybody who comes after us to understand what we are doing. And that, you know, I love the example you just used because for me, what I'm trying to do is understand the processes of all the different aspects of running a business. So mm-hmm. obviously, like you mentioned, we all have our strengths. So the financial process, the marketing process, the innovation process, all of these pieces is just try, trying to understand the process to really make it your own. Because for me, again, I need that structure to be successful. That's how I work. So that's my curiosity goal for the year, I guess. Now, the third and final piece of what the man- managers are trying, they're trying to get people to do is innovation. Curiosity is the key to innovation. And they, they, they expressed it in this way. Of course, you know, the more curious you are, the more questions you ask, the more innovative you become and you create and you're productive and you try new things, trial and error. And they find when people are curious together, bouncing ideas back and forth, brainstorming, innovating together, this is where the best solutions and ideas come up. So this is the key to the money as well, innovation for businesses. Your thoughts? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I think there is uh, something called, it was, there's a process. I don't know if it's a process, but it was invented by De Bono. And De Bono 
talks about, you know, you have different hats. They talk about the six hats mm -hmm. and that when you are in a meeting or you have all six hats present to you mm -hmm. and so that you can take everything into consideration before yeah. you make a decision. Mm -hmm. That part is very important because if you are not curious, you would not be able to give people from different hats the opportunity to speak. Mm -hmm. Okay, because if you think, well, this is not good. No, in order for your business to, you or for your idea to move forward, you need to listen to the people who have the black hat mm -hmm. as much as the people who have the green hat or the yellow hat or the red hat or the so you have to well you have to it is important for you to do so in order for you to move forward absolutely i remember just recently we did a strategic planning meetings for my charity and of course my board of directors they have their expertise we have marketing we have volunteer engagement we have fundraising all of these so each of them was were to prepare their presentation or their what they would like to see happen in the next two to three years and then they came to the meeting they would <clears throat> present what their goals and aspirations are and then uh, we would have the opportunity to ask questions and to bring things up that perhaps they hadn't considered and I love that because I learn where their mindset is and from their perspective and I also know what the overall, we talk, we do a SWOT analysis first to see the strengths, the weaknesses, opportunities, and threats before we do the presentations. And then we call, come back and then say, okay, well, what about this? And then they can respond and give us, so it's a collaborative. I love it. And we're innovative with this one. Well, what if we tried this? I love this, but did you consider this? And it's a beautiful masterpiece that comes out of it. It's absolutely exciting. I love yes. innovation. Yes, and it's so, for me, when I am, and that's probably why I like to work, you know, when I'm crafting something, mm -hmm. when I am organizing something, I like to be in the working with other people because, mm -hmm. because of that, because I'm so excited to see what everyone is bringing to the table. Exactly. And then we can take the best of it and move forward. And this is it. But, and it's also a good skill set for us as managers, leaders, or even just as participants in the conversation to understand, to come from a, a place of understanding that this is somebody's perspective. And when we are asking those questions of curiosity, we come at a place of respect and knowing that we don't maybe have that expertise or we maybe are bringing a different lived experience to the table. So the way we approach our questions, it's really important to be mindful. Absolutely, absolutely. So curiosity, Gerda, what is it in the world right now that you would want us to be more curious about? You've told us what you're personally going to be more curious about, and I love that. But as a whole society, what are some areas that perhaps we should be more curious about? Well, you know, apart from being more curious about the other person, <laughs> be curious about other people. But for me, it's a little bit more than being curious about the other person. Gives you Give yourself permission to say that you don't know. And also, once you don't know, when you tell someone that you don't know, <laughs> they are able to share with you what they know. 
And for me, this is a, a part of curiosity that we don't discuss because everybody wants to feel like, you know, or show that they know everything. And because of that, we, we are going, we are moving forward in the make-believe world that we know, but in, a, in you know, in true, we really don't know. So if we are curious, and this is, and the reason I'm saying, I'm bringing this, I, I remember my nephew who said to me, we had a conversation, I was having a conversation, online conversation before the pandemic with, within a group that I was part of. And the person at the time said, I'm like Groot, G-R-O-O-T. And Groot, I know that Groot is, well, at the time I didn't know, but let's say this. And when she said that, I did not know what she was talking about. So I was having a conversation with my nephew after I, that has happened. And, I, and I, was, I did not answer her. And I was explaining to my nephew what just happened. And I said, okay, I'm gonna ask her, what does that mean? Well, what is Groot? And my, my nephew said, auntie, you cannot ask that. I said, why? <laughs> because everybody should know who Groot is. Mm. And what is Groot? I have no idea. Well, <laughs> you know, in the world of Marvel, mm -hmm. it's one of those super. He's a tree <laughs> in one of the movies of <laughs> Marvel. Mm -hmm. And the, the only, most of the times, the only thing he says is, I am Groot. <laughs> so, yes, I am Groot. And so I, and because I had not seen the movie, I did not know. Yeah. But what would have been wrong for me to say that I did not, I don't know. I don't no. know what that is. So that's why I'm saying, give yourself permission to say that you don't know. Yes. Because you don't know is part of being curious. Mm -hmm. Because if I am comfortable enough to say that I don't know, it's because I want to know. Yeah. And that's exactly, and that's, I love that because I can tell you, I am so excited about going traveling to South Africa. But I'm nervous because I don't know. So I've been asking a lot of questions of the connections I've been making in South Africa out of a place of respect and curiosity. Could you please share with me about this or where should I go and visit? What are some of recommendations? Things like that, because I don't know. And I want to prepare myself enough to be excited, to be, you know, making sure I'm packing the right stuff, you know, because I don't know what the weather's like in January there. So again, they may think all this crazy Canadian. She's just not informed, but how would I know if I've never been? So, <laughs> And here's something I like to say. And I said that to, again, my nephew, because we seem to have had a lot of different conversations as he was growing up. <laughs> I said, it is important to know and to be curious and to find out things. Because, for example, you wouldn't want to know, you wouldn't want to hear that you are going to have an operation on your amygdala and then you wake up and you see that your knee is bandaged. <laughs> yes, it's very, very true. It's not the same place. And that's why it's important to ask questions when you don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And again, I think curiosity is a good tool that we all need to explore more. And I encourage our audience to be curious, but also add to a place of curiosity, of respect, and be mindful when you ask your questions. Share, as Gerda has mentioned, a part of yourself to make everybody feel at ease and definitely utilize it in the areas of relationships, expertise, 
and in innovation and so many other areas. But those are the three that I was just really diving deep into this week. Can you believe it, Gerda? It's about that time. It is, it is, it is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Always comes any, so quickly. It does. Any final thoughts, Gerda? I think you have covered it all. But the one thing I will stress, please know that the most negative belief of all is I already know that. So exactly. let that belief go. <laughs> 100% because everybody's perspective you'll learn something different until next time Gerda yes until next time take another look see you next time bye for now <laughs> <laughs>